It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Everybody, it's just me and Sydney, Sydney Jones, <laughs> my boy. Yes, 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 yes. Go home, Dallas. Go home. I'll be happy to root for fucking Urban Meyer. Root against him for the next five years. Bye, Jason. Bye, Deck. Bye, whatever other financial crisis you have left in you. The uh, Philadelphia Eagles, James Seltzer, are more than likely. Moving on to the playoffs, I say more than likely because I am I am not nailing that last cough until there are zeros against the Giants. But my man, how are you feeling? Yeah, man. Uh, first of all, Dallas does indeed suck. They suck. Um, I, yeah, I'm with you. I think it's so funny. I've had so many people, including my wife. I had someone text me in the first quarter saying they're already scared of the Giants game of them <laughs> blowing it. And I totally get it because that, that's what this team has been all year. And it would be so fitting for it. But, man, I, like, I'm not even there yet. And I am definitely concerned about the Giants game. I think, you know, my feeling right now is they'll win it. Usually the last week of the season you see yeah. those types of teams who – are totally out of it, kind of pack it in when a team really needs it. Um, obviously, though, there are exceptions like Kirk Cousins against the Bears last year. <laughs> but um, I think right now you just revel in the fact that, that an Eagles team that was just, I mean, the the talent disparity when you're watching this Dallas offense with Michael Gallup and Amari Cooper and Ezekiel Elliott and all these freaking guys, and then Carson Wentz just methodically just, moving the ball down the field with, you know, the Greg Wards of the world and the Boston Scots and Dallas Goddard. Mm -hmm. It was the Dallas, the best game he's had for sure. Easily. just um, And then the defense, man. This vaunted Dallas Cowboys offense did not score a touchdown against the Eagles. This Eagles defense at home. in the Look, the Eagles in the biggest spot of the season. Carson Wentz in – you know, the biggest game of his career, as we all agreed, 
came through and came through in flying colors. When you consider what that dude did out there with the guys he had out there to win a game like this, and look, they left so many points on the table. Obviously, we'll oh, talk yeah. about it. But Jake Elliott, a, a awful night, and just mistakes. The the fourth down, lack of fourth down conversion. But ultimately, I mean, Carson Wentz was pretty much able to move the ball at will against uh, at least a talented, maybe not good at all times, Dallas defense. Um, just an awesome win. And we'll, we'll get to worrying about the Giants, but awesome, awesome win today for a, an Eagles team that showed some grit and some toughness, John. Not a good day for those that bet against Carson Wentz. He just had to poke the bear a little more, huh? Like all of this. All this crap from like the entire season on to questioning whether or not he's your franchise quarterback. Two back-to-back wins. Everybody downplayed those two things, and now he just misses nine passes. And granted, this offense didn't score for two quarters. No, no points in the second. Uh, no points in the fourth, and they uh, end up getting it done. And man, here's another thing. Um, Elliot Shore Parks was right about two things. One, not worrying about the defense at home in this situation. Uh, again, I think they got lucky in a lot of different situations, uh, for sure, especially when, you know, Michael Gallup is there dropping wide open passes. Amari Cooper drops uh, a couple of gimmies in here, too. And you could tell that Dak Prescott was certainly affected early on in this game of trying to, you know, fight through some of that shoulder pain that was going there. But I mean, man, uh, Carson Wentz. And you talk about having confidence in what that can do and how how that can make you just a better player overall. Uh, And that certainly shined through. And the injuries were, once again, a humongous part of this as J.J. Ortega-Whiteside goes down uh, somewhere in the fourth quarter and you're down to two active wide receivers. Greg Ward made two incredible big boy catches um, in the first half here, too. Uh, and including, you know, not, not to mention Miles Sanders being wide open on a, on a couple of great calls from Doug in the third quarter to get that touchdown um, and to go back to the run there. Oh, my God, there's so much so much to dissect from this game, even though it was so sloppy. But um, for me, it's it's about focusing on, you know, this whole thing about what Carson could and could not do for months at a time, didn't have fourth quarter comebacks, not a winner, at least Nick Foles won, at least, you know, X, Y, and Z does this, at least quarterback does that, like, you know, over the past three weeks, we can say, and we're going to nitpick a lot, you know, uh, throughout his entire career, as he should, I mean, he is the guy that is the franchise leader, he is made for games like this, and you saw him come out once again, um, and just right away on that first drive, even though, might have hospital balled Wentz and caused him to go back in the locker room at some point. Um, uh, the, the poise throughout the entire game is exactly what I think Carson Wentz had to prove to a lot of people, a lot of fans, a lot of media, a lot of everybody. Um, he didn't have to necessarily do it himself, and I know that this is something that we have long struggled with as Philadelphia Eagles fans, but I'm sure after tonight we can finally put this thing to rest. Carson Wentz is one of the most poised guys under pressure. The adversity that he's had to deal with this entire year, including his own bullshit from, you know, the year before, um, everyone needs to tip their hat. You know, whether you are already uh, uh, way across and you believe that this thing was in him or whether you had reservations or whatever, uh, James, I think it's it's time to put all that stuff to bed, no matter what happens from here on out, uh, given the, the cards that were dealt on this season and how it's gone. To me, the bright shining star continues to be Carson Wentz after fighting through adversity, bad games, and it's led to this 
moment again where it looks like Carson and Doug are on the same page and once again are going to lead this team when it shouldn't be involved in the playoffs whatsoever, but have broken through once again this year. And I'm, I'm glad and I'm very, very happy for Carson Wentz tonight. Yeah, this is the most confident we've seen Carson Wentz since 2017. There's no question about it. I mean, he's been awesome, man. And I know that people like to complain about the missed throws and all that, but the past two weeks prior to this one, he took teams that needed him to bring them down the field to win games, to you know make it happen. He's done that. He did that to show people it doesn't matter who you're doing it against. He's doing it in the NFL. And then I thought this game, his most complete game, I know they only scored two touchdowns, but like we said, left a bunch of points on the field, and he was just awesome. He played his best first quarter. We've seen him forever from Carson Wentz. I feel like a lot of times he comes out, you know, a little almost too hyped or, you know, a little too amped. Yeah. And sometimes that affects his accuracy early on and all that. He came out really in rhythm and was able to move the ball and he was making smart decisions all game. I just um yeah, I'm with you John. I when you look at what he's doing what what he's doing with who he's doing it with, it's unbelievable. It really is. I mean, he deserves all the credit in the world for finding a way to raise this group to potentially have the chance to win the division next Sunday. I mean, this is a, like you said, this is a team that has zero, zero business being in the playoffs. I mean, let's be real. We've watched them all season long. They're not a playoff team. It's like, they're just not. It is what it is. It's okay. Like, but I mean, Carson Wentz has found a way with, with everyone hurt, (laughs) everyone around him hurt to rise above and really carry this team on his back at times and in the biggest stretch of the season, then in the biggest game of his career, play really great football. Um, I, I just, I don't know any way you can't give Carson a ton of credit right now. I don't know how any way, if you're an Eagles fan, you can't feel excited that this guy's, I mean, look, you and I were always on the Carson bandwagon. Yeah. We've always, you know, you can acknowledge when he's regressing at times or whatever, but we've always believed in this guy. And, it is ways we're being proven right. It just is a fact. Like you just you can't you can't argue with what he's doing. I mean, think about this, John. Uh, we came into the season with a lot of people, people on this podcast, saying like, really, the only thing they're worried about is Carson Wentz staying healthy through the season. Yeah. And not only is he staying healthy, and obviously still one more to play, and hopefully playoff games after that and all that, but he stayed healthy, and he is taken a team of nobodies and thrown them on his back and made a run against division opponents to walk into the playoffs potentially with a team that that, that shouldn't be there. I mean, what more do you want to see in the situation he's in? Like that's, you know, that's where I'm at. I'm, I'm so impressed. And, and you mentioned real quick, Miles Sanders too. I mean, that's a hit, man. My, yeah, Miles Sanders, We've talked about all season kind of going back and forth. You know, how good is Miles Sanders? Is he that good? Oh, I don't there's a, he's he's legit. He's legit. He's really good. He was great in the passing game, good in the running game, able to turn out some tough yards at the end there too, obviously. Um, you know, didn't have a ton of success running the football all game, but when they needed some big runs, was able to get him. Um He's a really good football player and uh, really their, their best weapon right now with uh, kind of everyone down along with Ertz. But, um, and Ertz obviously banged up. Just, uh, John, I'm with you. I, I think, again, we know this is not a, a talented team right now, but 
they're fighting, man, and they're showing heart and they're showing toughness, and we're seeing our franchise quarterback get a chance to be a franchise quarterback and act like one, and those are all really good things. Yeah, it is, and to go on like a, you know, what I what I think is going to end up near near a 30-7 and seven season with the amount of stuff that is, is going to be, you know, disrupting his timing and having to to deal with all this, including us, like going back and forth all the time on like, is he good? Is he great? Um, you know, you've got people trying to make it seem like uh, Todd Pinkston and a bunch of other these guys are are so much worse than, you know, than what was put in front of Carson Wentz when you can be like, well, at, at times I'm sure that there was going to be better options with those McNabb teams here. And Greg Ward and Ortega Whiteside and now Rob Davis, who had one catch today. Congratulations to him. Are Shout kinda, out to Robbie. One for six, baby. There you go. Um, you know, you just look at the season and just like, man, and, and for me, as pessimistic as I got after that Miami loss, because, you know, that's the, I, I just assumed that was a gimme. And all it did was just flip it. Like they just played tag with the other, with the rest of the schedule. And that's how it ended up going here. And just to, to see the almost animosity that Carson Wentz has gotten on top of this, not even like, not even animosity, but just a, a, a great chip on his shoulder, not in a way where he's pressing, but in a way where over the last three weeks he has gone, fuck you guys. Uh, and I have this, you know, like I'm going to show you that I have this and has delivered every single time in the last three weeks is something to kind of just draw back and close your eyes and go, this is what, you know, it felt like for a long time when, you know, Aaron Rodgers was at his peak in those, you know, the early 2000s when you're just like, yeah, as long as Carson has the the ball in his hand, you're going to be okay at the end. If he will give you a chance. And at the end, he's given the Eagles a chance to go and make the playoffs um, and and kind of look back. And I feel even stronger now that this is going to shape Carson Wentz's career for the rest of it um, for a lot of different reasons. And, you know, people might not have wanted to hear it at first, but now the fact that he's shown all of these guys that he can do this with ragtag practice squatters. in uh, even today, you know, Zach Ertz going out for – uh, a decent amount of time on the first drive. I'm going to rely more on Dallas Goddard. Guys stepping up their game around him today to make sure that you know they are all giving uh, what their quarterback needs at this point. Yeah, I, I I can honestly say that if this hasn't switched even the the most I don't know if I can trust Carson Wentz as a leader thing that has happened in that locker room over the last two years. Um, everyone needed to feel and see this, and this is. This is big momentum here, you know. There are guys that don't want to disappoint Carson Wentz heading into this thing, and this is what is going to be exciting. If you can take care of the Giants, I am sure we're all going to feel the same way that there's, whether that ends up being, you know, Seattle or the 49ers, and I'm not sure if there's anyone else that would fit the criteria at this point. Maybe it ends up being the Packers or Vikings somehow, depending on how that plays out. But, James, everyone is going to feel this momentum of being able to win a, a home playoff game. Uh, and kind of have this mini shock the world thing, you know, <laughs> against everybody. And why shouldn't you? You should have a little fun with this thing. But, um, you know, I feel very comfortable that, that this this Eagles team is going to win their first playoff game with Carson Wentz. Um, and I think that's going to happen in the next couple of weeks. That's how, that's how great this run has been uh, for Carson and this team right now. 
Yeah, well, I think the way you look at it, and we look. First of all, you could hear the link through the TV today. I mean, it was loud down there. I mean, that they brought it. And we talked about this heading in. Elliot had that stat. I've been saying it for a couple of weeks now. The Seagulls defense is just different at home. And, and I don't know yep. what it is. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the crowd on their side or whatever. But they are way better at home. Way, way better. I trust them at home. And with the way Carson's playing, and like you said, a team that is not a juggernaut coming in, I absolutely think it's fair to at least expect them to have a chance to win a, a home playoff game. I don't know if I'm I'm there yet. I, I The Niners coming in scares me a little bit. They're good. Yeah. Um, but I, but um, I think it's a realistic possibility for sure. I mean, they're this Eagles team, again, especially at home, I, I really do think that matters in this case with, you know, the fact that this defense is just better at when they're playing at Lincoln Financial Field. And it is crazy when you, I mean, this season has felt like such a bummer. Yes. At times, like just the worst bummer of a season. And now it's, there's so much hope that, that can come out of it at the end. And, and, uh, you know, the defense playing better at home, that's really nice. And, and, you know, but the the Carson Wentz thing is the real the real true hope that we could take out of it. Watching this guy do what he's done, like you talked about, becoming a leader, becoming the guy the guy who at this franchise kind of is is rests upon. Um, but yeah, I I think that uh, look again, like we said at the top, I need them to go to New York and win next week. That's where <laughs> I'm at right now. All right, I I need them. To, I'm not even talking about a playoff game until they win in New York because this team has been so inconsistent and so infuriating that I need to see that. But assuming they can go handle business in New York, which would just be another, you know, notch in their 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 feather or cap or whatever that saying is, John, here at the end of the season, <laughs> kind of run thing. If they can go handle their business in New York, then yeah, I don't I, I think you can feel positive about them you know be they'll definitely be an underdog whoever they're facing so an underdog win at home i think i think it's possible for sure yeah we've seen it we've seen it before yes and i think it is absolutely in everyone's rights to be unbearable uh as you're waking up either monday morning or you're it's sunday night and you still want to trot out and fucking peacock feather we've all earned the right to do that specifically because of what james said like this has been a lot of shitty moments during this entire season including me uh getting so whew, inebriated where i definitely needed a lot of liquid death after that minnesota vikings loss like to go from there to here it just shows me once again that Whatever pattern that these guys are on, and it certainly needs to improve, and I hope we all don't buy into the results of what's happening here and go back to the process of, wow, you know, this team really needs a lot of different eyes uh, offensively and creatively, all the things that we debated about. Does it need more talent? Yes, it absolutely does. But to just enjoy this, it really does change things for you a lot of the time. Uh, and that's where I'm at. Like, I'm just so overjoyed that they somehow just gave us a little more hope here. And 
really to make sure that Carson wins, that there was nothing wrong with him, that, you know, we all trusted what our eyes had shown us over the, the past couple of years and that it's not a complete fluke that this guy is, uh, is in the seat where he needs to be. So, uh, yeah, and <laughs> just so you know, Zach Rosenblatt is, is reporting right now that some drunk Eagles fan has snuck into uh, the Peterson press conference. So I uh, can't wait to hear the audio of that one. Uh, but overall here, James, uh, let, uh, I got to tell you something that I was doing throughout the entire game. So the uh, the moment that Ronald Darby went down, uh, you know, there's you're, you're starting to be like, okay, all right, not not the greatest thing in the world, but I know that there's a ton of Razul fans. And then, you know, Razul started struggling uh, just a little bit there too. And then Sidney Jones' number gets called. And then finally they're in the alignment that they were in in training camp. And I can't remember the last time that was Sidney Jones, Razul Douglas, and uh, and Avante Maddox, Maddox on the slot, yeah. like it's like maybe week one for for a handful of snaps. But uh, you've seen rookie of the year, have you not, James? Of course, Are you kidding me? Do you remember Henry Rowan Gardner? Yeah, do you remember when Henry Rowan Gardner was in for the first time, and his mom is just going, "Oh my god, oh 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 my god." I was doing that every single time that Sidney Jones was on the field because it was like, don't fucking do it. Just don't. Come on, man. Come on. Don't burn them. Don't let the season end like this with everybody yelling at Sidney Jones. That is my baby boy. I understand that we've been through a lot of up and downs, but oh my God. And the fact that Jim Schwartz was like, yep, I'm okay with Sidney Jones one-on-one here. And then they fucking threw to him anyway, James, and he comes up huge, huge uh, Sidney Jones best uh, play of his career in this game. I mean, come on, man. Oh, my God. Whew. A little love? A little love for Sidney Jones, James? Well, look, you know, I, I, I'm not I'm not back on the Sidney Jones bandwagon or anything. But, yeah, it was a hell of a play. It was great coverage. And when they reviewed it, you know, you're getting into your, like, oh, those you, they better not, you know, the Dallas, they're going to rig it for Dallas. I'm not, this is not cool, though. You did. And it was just, it was really good coverage. I, I'm with you. It was a great play. Sidney Jones deserves his props. But I am not back on Sydney Island with you or anything like that. <laughs> but look, I, I think I think it is it does illustrate a point though that this is a team that much like the last two years and something we hadn't felt prior to the last three weeks. Um, obviously losing in Miami and all that, but um, there's a team that that is finding ways to battle through and to deal with a lot of injuries to a lot of different areas of the team. And, and you know, the, the next man up thing is such a, a BS, you know, it's like, oh, next man up. It's totally. But in this case, like, even though the next man up doesn't mean they're going to be a, a team that, that goes on a Super Bowl run, though, Deshaun could come back if they win a home playoff game, just saying. Um, but, uh, you know, like, that, this is a team that has found ways on both sides of the ball, whether it's the Sidney Jones coming and making play, whether it's the, the Boston Scott being a thing, Greg Ward, obviously we've talked about this, Big V playing, you know, at least like a somewhat solid game against Demarcus Lawrence, better than you would expect at least. Um, all that type of stuff. Um, this is a bunch of guys who've really banded together and fought hard, and I think – you know, Carson obviously deserves a ton of credit. And and I think Doug Peterson deserves a lot of credit. You know, I've been hard on Doug a lot this year. There have been a lot of times. And, and I thought he had some boneheaded decisions in this one, too. I thought kicking the 55-yard oh, yeah. field goal was crazy. Just go for it. I thought the third and one, fourth and one, not running on either of those two was 
That was nuts. so weird. There was a lot of weird things, but but while Doug has had some weird in-game decisions this season that I've, I've disagreed with, he does find a way to get guys to rally, to get groups of men to be on the same page. And whether it's putting faith in the team leaders to get guys to this or that or whatever, Doug is able to get his finger on a pulse for what his team needs at the right time in big spots. And I do think he deserves a lot of credit for that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it wasn't uh, it wasn't all that bad for, especially what the, the offense had been doing pretty much all game. Uh, ooh, what did we get claps for? What would you see? I'm, so I'm, I have the NBC Sports on in the background, and it's the first time in, like, as long as I can remember, they showed the – you know, playoff seating and the Eagles are in oh first place in the NFC East. It's so. a beaut. Yeah, we've been the in the hunt team for like <laughs> two months and now we're first place, baby. Oh, God. Yeah, I got to say, uh, oh, I got to update the threads too. Oh, that's an ama- oh, amazing, amazing, amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, when even when uh, yeah, Big V really only struggled once in this game, I wanted to point that out too. Like I saw him, you know, get absolutely crushed by. Uh, D-Law, uh, which l- led to some uh, drive-killing things. Obviously, uh, JP had done that, too, with some of the offside stuff. And then that kind of – it is. I, I guess you have to call it, but that on that tight end screen where Goddard was like just, man, gaining the 25, 30 yards, whatever it was on that, got called back from there. And this is the other thing, too, that I found, James, is like um, the box score might tell us a little different, but even so, didn't feel like that the running game was able to even get into rhythm – at really any points of time here. Like it was, uh, Miles would break off like for a big run or, you know, Boston Scott would have uh, a decent run there. But it was never like chunk after chunk after chunk throughout this game, which is, I I think, why um, it did take, uh, you know, them a a little while to get going here. Um, But outside of that, like, you know, Miles Sanders with the Westbrook um, to finish this game off and to have, uh, like you were saying, with Doug Peterson, just having those balls at the right time and calling the right plays, like having that first down to Goddard to basically end the football game there. Um, just a huge day all around for those guys. But, um, yeah, most of all, I mean, uh, you know, Miles Sanders, I, I think we can call special at this point. Uh, yeah, he's the, the only guy that has, like, a, a ton of explosiveness uh, on the offense for the last three or four weeks here. Um, something that I think they've keep, uh, they keep kind of building around. And I know you touched on him earlier, but – um, he's kind of one of the reasons why I believe that they can go and win a playoff game because it, it just comes down to to one one or two big plays for him, and it feels like that this offense gets rejuvenated almost instantly um, for, you know, not maybe not even drives at the time, but just the, the confidence in that kid and what it gives that offense. Outside of Carson Wentz, he's the only guy that I everybody kind of lights up when he's doing positive things. Just a fantastic day for Miles Sanders there, James. Yeah, the the patience is something that's been really impressive. He's reading his blocks, it seems, better, and he's you know kind of uh, patient enough to wait for the hole to develop and then fast and decisive enough to attack the hole when it does. And it's been really impressive, and I'm with you, man. It just feels like now that he's got his NFL legs underneath him, um, look, it's always a huge advantage when you have a running back on the field who can run it or catch it. I mean – not all running backs can do that. And and he's someone who theoretically could, you know, they like to mix and match and all that. They'll, it's not the Eagles way, but he's talented enough to be a, a three-down back type of guy. He's that good. And 
Um, just a, a real weapon. I mean, passing him, I mean, another 70-something yards receiving today, just um, a real weapon for a team that doesn't have weapons right now. So I'm with you. Look, I think um, when Ertz went down in that game, I was thinking and I was like, you know, yeah, you can. I said obviously Carson Wentz is the number one person you can't afford to lose on the offense. But after that, I was like, you know, Kelsey obviously is the name that comes to mind. Uh, but I was like, Zach Ertz is is really high on that list yeah. in the situation. Then and then I was like, you know what, Miles Sanders is probably like right there next <laughs> potentially. On, it's he's right there on that list. Um, that's how important he's become for this offense. And yeah, I mean, he seems like a home run. Uh, it's uh, it's exciting. It's exciting. Yeah, I thought the best thing that Doug did all game uh, was getting Miles Sanders in the end zone there because you know that first that first call. I think this was what this was uh, third quarter, right? Um, and you know, it gets a, a pretty good chunk like down to the two. Um, and I, th- I can't remember what happens after that. There's uh, maybe they they go again, but it's a huge. Uh, oh no, yeah. Uh, that huge tackle for a loss with Miles Sanders, and then they spread everybody out again. It's obvious passing situation on third down. Uh, Dallas defense totally bites on it and ends up being like a walk-in touchdown. Um, you know, for Miles Sanders, Wentz is five for five on that drive for like sixty-two yards, uh, and and that that was it. I mean, it, I didn't expect that to be the the go-ahead like game-winning touchdown, and everybody can just cool their jets there. But um, to me, I thought that was the most impressive call. Uh, you know, kind of a little zig when the the Cowboys thought they would obviously be zagging there. Uh, great call by Doug Peterson there, James. Yeah, it was a great call. I definitely did not expect them to run it there. I really didn't. And Sanders basically walked it in. Um, I, I just thought in general, uh, Doug had some some weird moments. I didn't love the the Greg Ward. Like if you're going to put the Greg Ward in the Wildcat, like at least threaten like he's going to throw <laughs> or do something there. But maybe that's setting up for the playoffs. That's when they, you know, yeah. It's possible. It's possible. So I'm not going to question Doug on that too much. But well, I even thought for that I, game, it might have been set. Well, I was, yeah. I, well, that was my thought too, John. My thought was for that game, but maybe it's down the road and they didn't need it that game or who knows. Um, but yeah, I thought I thought Doug settled in and ultimately ended up calling a really nice game. Certainly, I, I think they've really gotten a good feel for how to use Sanders and what type of situations to put him in and where he could thrive and getting him the ball in space. And um, it's it's just been really fun to watch. It's fun to watch. It's crazy to think, but with Aguilar and Alshon and all these guys, this offense just like stagnant. It couldn't move. It was frustrating to watch. Now, like. And I know they only put up 17 points today, but again, they we know at least six on Elliott misses and yeah. more in other spots. It felt like they they could have had even more than that, but um, it just I felt confidence in this offense when they had the ball. You know, even when they you know were, they were able to move the ball, it was always like a penalty or something that screwed them over, and then they weren't able to recover or whatnot. But they, it seemed like when they needed to, they were able to move the ball. And I haven't felt that way about the Eagles offense a lot this season. And with uh, the group that they have out there, the fact that I feel that much confidence, again, it, it just goes back to, to Carson and how much confidence I have in him and his ability to just be an elite quarterback right now the way he's playing. Yep. Um, but uh, I, I think Doug's a part of that too. So, uh, yeah, I'm uh, – I'm, when this team's at home and the defense plays like that, you feel really confident in them because I, I think the offense is, is good enough to move the ball right now. 
Uh, absolutely. And uh, this is coming in, too, from uh, the other side here, James. I think you'll probably find this pretty fucking funny. Uh, David Hellman, who uh, covers uh, the Cowboys uh, for, I'll find out in a minute, just saying uh, Amari Cooper was telling the press that uh, prior to that fourth down, uh, the last gas for the Cowboys, he was pulled uh, for that fourth down for God knows why. Awesome. So, Mari Cooper wasn't even on the field in that fourth down play. Awesome. Uh, don't that's that should just be like Jason Jer- Jer- Garrett shouldn't get off the fucking plane. Uh, I don't know what the holdup he is. He really is horrendous. He is really like you know, <laughs> God Almighty. You, 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 we talk about it. We've seen him a lot, but it was it is wild to think that this deep into his tenure of being head coach, he's still as bad as he ever was. Like he's just awful. Yeah, he is the absolute worst. I can't believe that that's. Uh, that actually happened. Not the absolute worst uh, by any means. Um, Fletcher Cox, who had been playing, you know, banged up pretty much all year, uh, started to get into his stride, I guess, a little bit, and then kind of fell back down once again. Uh, and then, you know, it looked like, man, didn't didn't they make it a more serious on TV than than it actually was? It felt like Fletcher Cox was going to be down, like heading to the locker room, uh, along with like you know Jalen Mills, and everybody went down at one point, but. Um, Makes the play of the game, man. And I, th- didn't your first feeling go, oh, my God, yet again, there's clear evidence that there's a fumble out and uh, recovered, and they're not going to give it to the Eagles. That's that's what I thought was going to happen. Of course. Are you kidding me? No clear recovery. That's what I was expecting. It's the same crew. Um, I'm happy they got it right. It was an amazing play by Fletcher. Shout out to, again, the defensive line in general. I mean – they in a towards the end Zeke just started to have his way, but but it was a, a time where they were able to kind of let Zeke have his way because as long as they were shutting down the passing game and like you said, look, they definitely got some help. Dak missed some throws. I think whatever anyone says, his shoulder was clearly an issue. Um and receivers made uh, clearly dropped some balls, but um D line showed up. Josh Sweat, some plays, man. Yeah, Josh big Sweat play today. Big sack. Uh, I know a player. I've I've been impressed with Josh Sweat. Uh, Nigel Bradham flashed a little bit today, especially um, early. Yeah, and 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 Malcolm Jenkins. Shout out to Malcolm Jenkins. I, I think his best game of the season, at least certainly in terms of splash plays. Malcolm Jenkins was all over the place, made some really big stops. That Avante Maddox play on one of those last drives, the third and one stop, um, where they they stopped Zeke on second and one, and then third and one pass there. I don't know why Garrett didn't run it there. That made no yeah, sense. Yeah, I didn't understand that either. And no I- sense. And then they got the penalty after, so yep. they didn't go for it. But um, I, uh, I, I, I want to touch on that. Uh, uh, by Maddox, too. Yeah, that 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 was actually – I mean, Malcolm Jenkins saw that the whole way. That's why – Like, and by the way, his 100th game tonight as an Eagle just makes it that much cooler. Um, it is – I mean, he he sniffed that out immediately. That yeah, third third and one where it was supposed to just be a, I think a quick screen screen to Jarwin or Elliott. I can't remember what was happening there, but uh, yeah, he called it right away and flowed. Tried to disrupt by the, deflecting the ball. Vontae Maddox was all over him. Um, just a yeah, that was man. Like you think of all uh, defense did make a lot of plays as much as you know Dak and those guys were kind of missing out there, and it sounded almost like James that you were saying it's a good thing that the Eagles basically invited them to run the football, right? And then try and make it as hard as possible to throw. Is that what you're saying, basically? (laughs) I don't know. Was I, Johnny? (laughs) Just want to make sure I heard that clearly. Good work by you. Wanted to give proper credit to uh, to whoever was going. Yeah, because the the, the best thing that I thought Jim Schwartz did today was really did 
confuse as much as simplify um, in the uh, in the early goings here. I mean, to, to start out the game with two, three and outs. I don't even remember the last time that happened, to be honest with you. And then to, to carry all that momentum, uh, you know, to, after the, the Goddard touchdown, like I thought there was a, a great possibility that this was going to be a 44-6 to type of, the, you know, steamroll um, type of uh, atmosphere here. And I think with you know, a little healthier, more talented players, that is the possibility uh, of that happening. But, man, just, uh, just a phenomenal game. Like this is why we love football. This is why we we go through all the the stupid crap like time and time again each single year. Ooh man, have I got massive hiccups as I'm trying to be sincere here. But uh, oh, James, take over for me for a second. I'm just like on cloud nine because ah, of uh, that. We get we're gonna have playoff football more than likely here in Philadelphia. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And again, the the. You're so excited the hiccups are overtaking your body. It is really exciting. I I, I don't think that – I know there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be like, oh, they're not that good or, oh, who cares or whatever. But, they're, like, but they're not, it's, and it's, that's okay. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like if readjust your expectations and enjoy this. We, we are fans of teams because it's supposed to be fun. Like it's not supposed to hurt. It's not supposed to make us angry. It's supposed to be fun. It's something we choose to do, elect to do in our free time because we <laughs> quote unquote like it or love it. And in this case, when, you know, a season kind of just goes to shit and then a team is able to resurrect it and maybe not to the level you wanted it to be to before, but to have some fun with it. And and just I, I, I think, you know, it's a good message to get out there. Like you said before, John, just readjust your expectations. Look, I thought they were going to win the Super Bowl. I was like, oh, this team's going to the Super Bowl. Like, they're not. <laughs> it's cool. But you know what? That doesn't mean that I'm not super excited about this team having a chance to win a game next Sunday to go to the freaking playoffs and get Carson Wentz a home playoff game. And then you know what? Maybe if some weird shit happens and Carson has a great game, oh, look, all of a sudden – Deshaun Jackson's coming back and you're going into round two and who the hell knows what can happen. So like, have fun with it. I'm with you. Yeah, seriously. And, uh, shout out to the crowd today. You guys are fucking insanely loud for everybody. It was so loud. It was so loud. I was pretty close to, uh, to NFC championship game with the Vikings, man. I mean, that was, that was loud. It was coming through the TV, uh, the entire time. Um, and I'm just waiting for Carson Wentz to do one thing right now, James, because he's at the podium. And if he misses a golden opportunity to, at the end of his press conference, give a fucking wink and a smile and say "Merry Christmas, Philadelphia," then what are we doing here? I mean, this is this this is this Jeff you. Garcia moment here, you know? You're you're it's exactly <laughs> that. You're really right. Like that's I got I got one more thing to say to you. Merry Christmas, Philadelphia. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, yeah. Or or something like, hopefully we can give you a Christmas present next week. Something, something, something. It's a it's a big opportunity to go I and do it. Doesn't he say, I got one more thing to say to you, Philadelphia. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, uh, Merry Christmas. Yeah, something like that. Just to give us another excuse to bring Larry Poff out of the oven, you know, because I think he's ready. This is, he was defined for this moment, too. He's just, uh. Um, a fantastic game all around, guys. I mean, celebrate this moment. Uh, celebrate Carson. Celebrate at this uh, this season of being 
such in the in the downs of the dreck. And yes, this isn't pretty. No one should be saying like the Eagles are the best team in the world. Oh no, you can tonight. Whatever. If you feel that way, I'm not going to try and you know uh, may, uh, may twist you one way or the other. But it, this is this is what it's about right here. It's just that we all again come together at the right times. Uh, and if this leads to a little mini playoff berth, then you you bet that uh, we're going to have live watch parties and God knows what else. We'll make it happen. Just come hang out and watch football because you could see some really cool, exciting stuff as uh, Carson Wentz, make it about him, make it about you know a lot of these younger guys too. I mean, to give this to Miles Sanders, to give this to J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, to Greg Ward, to some of these guys who, and hopefully J.J. is okay, but not only for Carson, but a lot of these this younger group of of getting together and and even overextending their expectations of what they can believe in themselves and you know all that sappy stuff where you can just dig a little deeper uh and and have these guys uh hopefully hopefully give us a little bit more of a surprise uh happy to say i was wrong this team can win three games in a row doug and carson can win three games in a row and we got to pay attention more to Elliot Shore Parks when he says that I guess the Eagles are going to make the playoffs and he's fine about the defense being, you know, <laughs> coming into this game. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. James, any final thoughts here? Yeah, well, I think you just hit on um, my final thought is is that I actually do think, and I've said this, you know, as long as you, know, you and I have talking about football, that I, I think football more than any other sport is one where motivation and confidence matter. And I think that Carson Wentz and really this team in general is really growing confidence right now with what they've done the last few weeks, culminating with this win today against the Cowboys and, and giving themselves the chance to control their own destiny and in the playoffs. I, I think that I think that matters. You know, and again, I don't, I, I don't think it can matter enough. Where I'm not saying that they could stop Lamar Jackson because they're confident or something <laughs> like that. If it can, but I do think that it matters. That that I think it matters for Carson, and I think this team, I, I think that it's something that um, he's going to take forward regardless. But I do think for right now that that there's a, a confidence and a bit of a swagger to what they're doing and how they're doing it. And I think that's exciting because it makes, again, it adds to the fun and it makes you believe that, you know, you never know. Uh, oh, man, he kind of said it. He kind of said it, James. He just gave him Merry Christmas. Does that count? No, <laughs> probably not. Oh. Uh, let us hope that there is another run in here again and let's take nine and seven, some luck, and let's just go have fun with it. That is James Seltzer. I'm John Barchard. This has been the Go Bird Spot. It is number 159, I believe, right here, radio.com, Sports Radio 94 WIP. As we used to say in the old country, James, Go Birds! <laughs>